Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday the 22nd of July. I'm Charles Firth and with me in the studio today is Lachlan Hodson. Hello. And John yeah. Delmenico. Hey. You might notice that this episode is not live from the pub, which is what was planned. I mean, if they've noticed it by now, mm. they are very attentive no, listeners. No, but usually there's lots of clapping and cheering. Oh, I could put all that in, absolutely. No, I, listen to that. I think someone just spilled a drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, taxi. Oh. No, but you know how I was complaining at the beginning of the week that everyone was sick? Well, Chris Taylor was going to come to the pub last night, mm. but he's now close contact, so he's out. And so just every everyone in the universe is sick, basically. So and I've got to stay at home. My my the rest of my family have come down with COVID. So Well, very conveniently, some of our loving fans heard that you were sick, Charles, and heard that everyone else was sick this week. <laughs> uh, and, and one of our um our, our regulars, Emily Thompson, uh ah, yes. part Emily. of the Orange Daily Weekly Monthly News team, actually mm. sent through a, a to do list for you Ooh, to okay. avoid getting COVID. Oh, okay. So do you mind if I just read out Emily's tips for for how you can get through COVID again, again, 22 edition? Okay, yeah. Okay, Uh, so Emily says, uh, tip one, get tested. Show up at your local, safe, socially distanced drive-through testing clinic to find it closed. Uh, Instead, head into your in-town walking clinic with 600 other suspected cases (laughs) and catch COVID there if you didn't already have it. Because that's right. In the early days, you did it in your car. And there was no possibility of getting it. Whereas now it's far more social event. It's the social event of my week. No, oh, I, I have loved getting yeah. COVID. Uh, and, and I've hooked out. up in COVID lines. Tip number two is make sure to log your positive result, uh, but not before you step out to buy five $50 boxes of rats for your family. Uh, yes. This is so that your mm-hmm. partner and children can still spread COVID through their schools and workplaces yes. until they're sick enough to test positive yes. on a rat. Th- that is the key. Even if you know you've got it and you test negative, go out. Just the COVID I mean, negative test on the rat that ma- matters. Uh, yeah. The next tip is to research antiviral medication. Uh, but once you've done that, realise that you're not eligible for them, even yes. though America is handing them out to everyone. America, the worst public health system <laughs> in the Western world, is handing out antiviral medication. But you mm. can't get that. I've heard that the reason for that is that it only works when you've got COVID. Well, if, if, if that's not going to work out, the next tip might. Uh, it says aim to drink water, eat a balanced diet, keep to a sleep and exercise schedule and work from home when you can. I'd rather the COVID. Just kidding. We all know you're going to mainline Red Bull, order Maccas and menu log and watch serial killer documentaries for seven days straight. <laughs> that sounds like an isolation period. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, and then finally, yeah. when you're all free, head back to your normal life knowing that you are safe for 12 Oh, actually, no, sorry, 12, four-ish weeks. Oh, yes. No, it's actually gone down again. Two-ish. Se- 
know that you're safe. Know that you're safe yeah. enough. You could just take off your mask, <laughs> pass a few strangers, lick the buttons on the lift. <laughs> Actually, that that might be why I've got COVID again. <laughs> Thank you so much, Emily, uh, for sending uh, those wonderful, wonderful tips through. Uh, we'll make sure to, to follow them when the New South Wales government makes them uh, enforced in 12 months' time. Coming up on the show, I'm going to talk about uh, what's happening over in Britain. It's a bit of a <gasps> shit show. Gee, Britain. No. Yeah. But we, what we should do is we should uh, go to a lovely ad break and then we'll come back after this. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. So is everyone enjoying the really, really cold weather that we're <laughs> having here in Australia? It's actually, it's almost too chilly. I, I think that things mm. should, I wish things could warm up a little more. Yes, Charles. don't you agree? Yeah, Just yeah. Just be a little bit warmer, yeah. Well, as you almost certainly have heard... England is currently in the middle of a, a heat wave where, you know, it's up to like 38 degrees. Whoa. I think you'll day. find 41 is the top that they've had so far. Is, yeah, that, a, yeah. is that a record? Surely that's uh, a record. Yeah, yeah, that's a record. Wow. they got a world record in terms of England. England is now warm enough that England will now invade England because it's such a warm <laughs> country. No, what I care about, though, is the leadership battle that's going on uh, in the Conservative Party. Have you Are you across this at all? No, no, not at all. Lachlan, well, you know, well, you know we... how Boris Johnson has resigned but not really resigned? Ah, yes, Boris. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no, and that's that, the Boris stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and that, yeah, and that, so he resigned about a week ago. Boris Johnson resigns as Prime Minister, but he said, I'll stay on because... We can do this really quickly to change leader. Uh, you know, it'll only take a couple of months, right? It's, <laughs> it's not like Australia. Like in Australia, it happens overnight and suddenly you wake up. You I love how polite that. British knifings are. That's the only main <laughs> takeaway because like mm. they gave him a warning. They gave mm. him, they're very formal over there. Here, you just get Kevin Rudd drunkenly saying, get out of my seat. <laughs> yes. No, to be fair, you know, you look at all the warning that Scott Morrison gave uh, Malcolm Turnbull when he said I love this man or, yeah, or whatever so, although yeah, like Bill Shorten gave Julia Gillard like three hours notice between him saying I'm backing Julia the whole way to I'm backing Kevin Rudd the whole way <laughs> yeah but uh, that's as it should be because otherwise it drags on mm. and it, it, mm. it's dragging on so much that the Labor Party over there um, actually passed a motion well they, they tried to move a motion of no confidence in the lower house in the house of commons mm -hmm. earlier in the week and of course you know boris johnson didn't want to go through the process of having uh labor's bill be debated so they shut it down procedurally right sure. but then to prove that he had confidence to the queen the government then introduced their own bill which was a bill of no confidence in in, in Boris. Himself, right. Right. That's, yeah. that's great strategy. Right no, there. because that's the way to prove it is you vote down a, a, mm. your own bill of no confidence. Like that's that's the 
method of electing. Like instead of it's it's not archaic, like because the archaic method is to pull the sword from the stone. Oh. <laughs> the whole modern method of um, <laughs> passing a bill of oh, not passing a bill of no confidence. Anyway, but Boris Johnson then you know with that real eye to detail, that attention to detail, got confused and he thought that his own bill was in fact the Labor Party bill and he tried to get it pulled <laughs> from the debate. Oh, They're going, but hang on, that will mean that you, you know, will be, it'll look like you don't have confidence in yourself and the Queen will have to be informed. And then suddenly they went, okay, no, no. I don't know, he sounds incredibly confident. He sounds like the man for the job. How how on earth could they lose confidence in Honestly, out of the three people who destroyed the planet with Trump, Morrison and um, Boris, Mm. Boris is the only one that I'm going to miss. Like Trump and Morrison, you'd get snippets once a day. Mm. But Boris would just openly Mm. flounder like this every day. Mm. And it's just funny. No, and and the thing is, like the the line that brought Boris Johnson down in the end is he appointed um, to, as whip or something. He's uh, the the guy, uh, this guy called Pincher, uh, who turned out to have a history of sexual assault. And the thing that actually nailed him and, and signed his death sentence was the fact that apparently he'd quipped to somebody, "Oh well, Pincher by name, Pincher by nature." Which proved no. that he knew that this guy uh, was, was a sexist. Was... But but at the same time, you go, that is a fairly good line. That's a good line. Credit, credit to line. From, from a writer's perspective, good, Charles. Good quip to bring your career down with. Bro, I'm surprised that you could have a politician lose the top job because of hiring someone that they knew was um, a, a sexual predator. Yeah, there's that's, that's, good that's in a, Like if, if only Scott Morrison knew that all he needed to have was a cheeky Porter quip. <laughs> that's the thing that like really confused me. Porter, he barely was knows like her. <laughs> <laughs> so he was very funny, mm, right? Yeah. Mm. He was very funny. But now British politics faces a real problem, right? Because mm. no one is as entertaining as him. No one who's... You know, in contention for the leadership, and there were there were several at the beginning of the week. There was, I think, six people running for it. They yesterday decided that it was between Rishi Sunak, who was the Chancellor, like the Treasurer of, of Great Britain, and uh, this woman called Liz Truss, who is actually um, Warren Truss's daughter, isn't he, or, or niece or something? But the point is that all six of the candidates who were lining up at the beginning of the week were incredibly boring. And in actual fact, one of them, uh, well, Penny Mordant was accused of being uh, swelteringly dull. (laughs) Um, Most of them actually, at various points, defended themselves as not being as boring as you're making me out to be. Liz Trust claims that she was not boring. (laughs) <laughs> right. wow. Imagine that being your sort of campaign That's position, insane right? that that's the, the kicker for them is I, it, is, I mean it makes sense in terms of the past leadership of the British Tory party Because hmm. you went from David Cameron Who went to Eton, he was in a club and he fucked a pig Jeez. From there the counterbalance was Theresa May Who said the most wild thing she's ever done is run through a field of wheat And then the counterbalance to that was Boris Johnson Who also went to Eton Was... Got up basically by being this insane character mm, yes. um, who or, who was described by um, David Cameron as being a greasy piglet ever since uni, which I'm assuming means that they've had sex. <laughs> and yeah. then from there, obviously yeah. if you're going to go to the height of Boris Johnson, 
you then need to counterbalance with even more boring than Theresa May. Mm. To keep no, no, the no. Roller coaster no. Going. So I reckon. So I, I reckon you got that wrong, actually, John. What? I reckon what is going on now is they've gone okay. Either way, whether it's Rishi or Liz, we've got a problem. Mm. We're going to mm. be boring. Mm. So what they've started to do in Parliament this week is they've started to label the Labor leader as being boring. Right. So Parliament in Great Britain is just a hundred times more entertaining than Parliament in Australia. Like, oh, yeah. they literally have like cheer squads. They have Mexican waves. They misbehave. Like, it's wow. like, have you ever seen the Taiwanese Parliament? It's like that. Yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just crazy because they can't even fit inside the Parliament, right? And so they started um, all yawning whenever Keir Starmer got got up, <laughs> the, the opposition leader, and and it's that thing where you know they know that they're going to just have a boring candidate. Whoever ends up being the prime minister is going to be Captain Snooze Fest. And so Boris Johnson has spent the week. He actually quote said about Keir Starmer, "Your Captain Crasherooney Snooze Fest." Right? That's not one of Boris's best. I'll be honest. <laughs> exactly. He's, like yeah. the pincher joke was better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But but so so the thing is, regardless of what happens, British politics is going to become incredibly boring. You know, Keir Starmer, who is, I admit, he's terribly boring. Mm. But you know, in comparison to Rishi Sunak, like at least he's a barrister. He's got a little bit of sort of thing. Rishi Sunak, Liz Truss, they're the boring McBoring <laughs> brigade. You know, you've got this sort of climate crisis and everything like that. But I think the real crisis in Britain is they're going to have really dull leadership regardless of what happens. <laughs> I mean, that's also just fitting the trend of kicking out Trump, Morrison and Boris Johnson. And replacing them Because Joe someone. Biden is yeah. half asleep all the time. Yes, yes. Anthony Albanese yeah. is scared to say yeah. what his name is in case that might offend someone. He's not the quip master. So then obviously the next leader in Britain has to be someone... Who's yeah, boring, boring enough that you just forget the government exists? We're entering not a dark age yes. of, of satire, but just the boring era. But you know what I think that this means? If we're mm. entering into a, an era of boringness, I think I'm going to run for parliament. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm in with a real shot. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. Okay, well, there you go. Look, it wasn't live from the pub. It was live from the Chaser studio. But the good news is, if anyone was hoping to hear Tony Burke, the the Employment and Arts Minister, Mm. uh, because he was due to turn up at the pub last night, uh, luckily... We still have him here in the studio. We uh, do. Tony Burke, welcome to the show. You're Tony Burke, aren't you? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Was it, a, was it a rough drive getting here, mate? No. Oh. Uh, oh, that's good. Well, there yeah. we go. Oh. And, like, it's it's not that we've just cut up your voice, is it? No. Yeah. So and you've exactly. consented to this, right? We haven't. 
Oh, oh shit. <laughs> um, it was such a bummer that we, we couldn't actually have you at the pub, Tony. Uh, we'll have to reschedule for another time. Uh, mm. Do you know when you'll be free? Two and a half years' time. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I suppose that'll be in the lead-up to the next election. So that, that, Yes. Yeah. Tony Buck, should Charles run for politics? Yes. No. Oh. 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 He's hedging his bets. Let's ask him about robo-debt. Was it a terrible idea to reintroduce robo-debt? Yes. You, you, he oh, admitted oh, that's it. That's an isn't it? <laughs> was bringing in and implementing the Workforce Australia mutual obligation stuff where you're basically forcing the poorest people in society to just go through bullshit processes a stupid idea? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we got everything we needed out of this, uh, this episode. Tony, can you actually play guitar? No. Oh no! Exclusive. Oh, well, that's the biggest scandal of all. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna try and um, knife Albo one day? Two and a half years time. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Just in time Put for the election. Put it in your diary. Put it in your diary. Uh, Anything else you want to say, Tony? I do have to say, come beat my meat, and I'm going to give you my large bottom to come in. <laughs> Thank you, Tony Burke. Uh, yeah, Tony so Burke. I wonder whether we'll get Tony back after that. <laughs> Tony, can you say to, for our audience to uh, leave some reviews for us? Oh, yeah, Charles, we're gonna we're gonna bring back reviews. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we're gonna bring back reading out reviews. So leave a five star review on the Apple iTunes podcast store thing. Yeah, and you can review our podcast or you can review anyone else's podcast yes, as long as yes. it's in our chain yeah. and and it's a five star review. Back, we're back to the old format. It'd be lovely. See you next week. Uh, our gear is from Rode, and we are part of the ACAST Creator Network. See ya. Bye. Bye.